0: There's this one like macro style shot. It's pretty nice. It's uh, Joseph, Fair, Fe- 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 Ferreira.
1: I think it's for Farina. Isn't that cereal? Isn't that
0: cereal? Ferrari. Yeah, something <laughs> like that.
2: This is episode two ninety nine on May sixteenth, twenty nineteen. everyone and welcome to the tiny shutter podcast where we talk about iphone photography and other things i'm joseph ferreira
1: i'm dave podner
2: i'm greg mcmillan and i'm matt hoffman welcome gentlemen and uh thanks for holding down the fort Uh, We will go ahead and jump into what you guys have been up to a little bit later. But first, let's talk about a little news.
3: News team, assemble!
2: All right. The rumors are coming in. And uh, the rumors, I mean by uh, the next iPhone. Whichever it's going to be called. Whatever it'll be. And... They know, yet they don't know, yet we're going to talk about it. So <laughs> so iPhone 11, is that what uh, they're planning on calling the next uh, iteration? Or at least that's what we think, iPhone 11? Or is it the iPhone
1: 11? i uh, I'm thinking, a, well, it depends if they go with Arabic numerals or Roman numerals. If they really oh. want to mess people up, they'll, call, they'll put it in Roman numerals and people call it the X1 X1. Oh because they, because people can't read Roman sure. numerals anymore.
2: That's <laughs> like uh, third grade level um, uh, learning right there. Roman numerals.:
3: Yeah, I would or, like, to or, the, like to see them call them I'd like to see them I'd like to see them call them the uh, iPhone iPhone Pro for the big one. And the iPhone Air for the what they now call the R. That's what <laughs> I'd like to see. Get get rid of the numbers. Because they screwed them up when they went from eight to, to ten. 10.
2: <laughs> In the same year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a- Apple can't count. All right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> now there was a um there was a um, A video by Rene Ritchie that uh, he was talking about the iPhone 11 and then uh, iMore has um, has an article on the 11R, is that correct, the 11R? or Mm -hmm. what's possible to be the 11R. Um, And so, uh, you know, we're going to just talk a little bit about it. We're not experts on what it's going to be, but there are a few features that are interesting. Uh, One being that there's a possible three-lens configuration on the back of the uh, iPhone. And um, I think it's going to be a... Uh, a portrait lens, a wide lens, and an extra wide lens—is that correct?
1: I think that's the latest thing. Is that it's going to be? And at least this is this is the non. This is just the straight. We'll call it straight 11, 11 max. Yeah. Um, ones where it's going to be the three lenses, but in a triangle configuration. Yes instead so of stacked, the horizontal or, or the vertical. Right. And a giant freaking bump on the back of the camera too. <laughs> but yeah,
2: that's huh, if it's if it if it holds any so right now with the current even I even with the 7, the lens does protrude out of the back of the Uh, Phone, Mm -hmm. and if the if this is going to be true to form as what's uh, been in the past, then it'll be a much wider and possibly longer um, uh, protrusion. Is that a word? Yeah, sure. We'll We'll, we'll go with it. it. Sure. Sure. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) So yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, I hate this, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, there's limitations to how thin your phone can be with a camera on the back. Um, especially if you have um a not a digital, a analog um stabilization on the on the camera. So I think the iPhone 6 Plus might have been the first with the, uh, with the motorized stabilization, and uh, I think it was probably the first one where it really stuck out the back of the, of the phone. But until they can shrink the cameras or m- maybe ex- uh, make the s- thickness of the phone bigger, that that bump is always going to be there. But it's not huge. It's not like a bulge. It's just not smooth. And a lot of people have issues with that. Now, the question is, how are how are the uh, case manufacturers going to deal with it? Is it going to mess them up? Um, and how, you know, the, the, the moment lenses and all that with the configuration from going from one to two and now to three different cameras, you know. That's, I think, a lot of the challenges, especially for iPhone photography, uh, that's where it's probably going to come in. So, it'll be interesting to see what kind of a case or configuration they will come up with.
1: Well, also, in terms of, because no one really knows this, well, for no one really knows really what it's going to look like. But assuming the look's the same, we don't know which... Lenses where right so we don't because it i mean if you look at it it's basically if you're looking at the back of the camera you have two lenses vertical and then one off on the side in the middle to make an equilateral triangle but the vertical ones is that your telephoto lens on top is it the telephoto lens on the bottom is it the super wide toward towards the middle you we, we don't know what goes where I'm assuming the super wide is going to be towards the middle. Yeah, just because if you from the Imore article, if you look at the um, the renders of the 10R, and it's only and now it's saying the 10 the 11R will have two lenses versus the 10R's one lens. So if you're going two lenses. With one and three on the other, I'm assuming the two will have the same placement. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. Make sense. It'll likely
3: be the wide angle on top, and then the telephoto below it, likely. Mm-hmm.
2: And then the super wide off to the side. Yeah. Are they getting Are they getting more complicated with these things? Do you is this is this getting to be much with more lenses, or is that what we is that what we need. Well I was
3: listening to uh MacBreak Weekly with Renee Ritchie he was on there and he was talking about the, the the three lens configuration and it's ugly because it needs to be um, they're they're situated the way they are because they need to be exactly the same distance apart from each other right. and it's all for mathematical reasons because each camera is going to utilize the others to do what it needs to do in certain uh, situations. It's it's kind of like the way the dual lens cameras work now, like portrait portrait mode needs the wide angle and the telephoto in order to work. So whatever they have in mind for, um, for the three camera configuration, which I do believe it will be the same as it is now, plus the extra wide and I, I, I think it has it all has something to do with, you know, what they're planning with likely iOS thirteen and, and that part of it. Um but yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it's getting more complicated, I suppose, but um but it's all under the hood. And I think you know, it's just another one of those things that people will get used to.
2: Where's my palm pilot? now <laughs> oh, here it is and no cameras now
1: what i'm hoping is they'll still have the option to if let's say if you want to say oh i want to force this to use this particular lens that apps like Halide and camera plus and you know the, the more manual apps Will allow you to do the manual override. But I can almost see where Apple wants to blur the line to just say, you know, you don't think about three lenses. We'll take care of that all behind the scenes. When you take a photo, it's actually taking a photo, uh, kind of like if you do a one, one and a half zoom now, it's actually taking, it's actually combining the two lenses. But I could see them just saying, we're doing that for all photos now. For the building yeah, app, for the building, they're not app.
3: gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna give you the um, manual selection. No, because they're they they make their devices for millions and millions of people, um, and there's only I would say a small percentage, like like the four of us maybe that would want to manually select one of the cameras. You know, people that are serious about photography and. Um, but the, uh, the average person using these things, not to, you know, no, nobody's average, but, I mean, um, most people using these things won't even think about selecting a lens. They'll either, um, they'll either go one times, two times, or whatever, or, or, you know, slide their thumb to zoom it and not even think about what the phone is actually doing. They'll just get what they want to do and do it. That's that's my two cents.
2: What are your thoughts, Matt? Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know what to think about all this. As far as, like, the, the three lenses go, I, I keep wondering um, if the third lens will have a photographic function to it or if it'll just be something that aids in like augmented reality or something like that i mean i guess it would work for photography because i am supposing all the other uh like android phones that have three lenses they all work for uh taking pictures or whatever but i haven't really been following it too closely so i'm not really sure if that's accurate or not
2: well, I think Rene Ritchie did talk about augmented reality in his video, in you know, which is great if you want to do you know certain things here and there. But uh, if that's all it's going to be for, or if that's the only thing that benefits it, I don't know if I if I jump on that. And the question is, what's the price going to be too? Um, yeah, you know. yeah,
0: because I, I mean, I don't. I can't think of anything that I do or want to do that benefits from augmented reality. So it's not like something that I really care about, I guess at the moment, right. I mean, I'm sure at some point maybe I will, but right now I don't. Um, so I, I mean, I hope, you know, whatever that third lens is going to be, if it's super wide or whatever, I, I hope it's, you know, got a good, uh, I hope it, it could be used for photography. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I definitely see it. I, I It would be hard for me to believe it would be only AR. But, well, kind of like where computer companies have been doing this for years, where they slide something in and you don't realize why they're doing it. Similar to... Microsoft putting in uh, Solitaire so you get used to using the mouse decades ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we, we want people to get used to using a mouse, use this weird mouse thing that they've never used. Well, let's give a game where they play the game and they get used to it. Then all of a sudden you see, you know, Solitaire taking over everyone's free work time. <laughs> Mind <mine's> sweet. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, kids, ask your parents.
3: <laughs>
1: but assuming the rumors are relatively close and let's say the prices for the 11s kind of match the 10 the 10s's you know it's going to be one of these the new version just spots in where the old version was and the old version drops down or somehow you know the older versions available for a little bit less money i can see the r being the car- the kind of the phone of choice if you have two lenses, so you're got you got real portrait, not just the computational portrait. They may even expand the computational portrait to all phones. You know, right now the eleven, the um, the ten R uses because it only has the one lens. It can do people, um, but if you combine that with the with the physical two lenses, but you know, if it's re- if it's still going to be. But two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars U.S. cheaper than the main one. It's bigger than the ten R's, bigger than the ten. So you have a bigger phone. You'll have two lenses. Most people cannot tell the difference between uh, an OLED and a LCD screen, especially the way Apple tends to do it. Um, I would say for most people, it'd be like, yeah, go for the go for the eleven R and save yourself a couple hundred dollars. Because you're, I mean, unless they Apple says, oh, and by the way, with the 11 and the 11 Max, the third lens can also do completely unexpected thing that they're only developing in software, so they can actually surprise people with it. That's the only thing I'm really thinking that would really blow me away with the third. Because going wider is nice, but... It's not worth a couple hundred dollars if that's the main differentiator between the different models.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if there's anything else that we can really talk about. Was there anything else that really popped up that, you know, you guys were interested in uh, either in the article or in the video?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, other than the fact of it seems like Apple is introducing new colors. So if you're interested, I know it's not <laughs> photography related, <laughs> yeah. but but re- remember when the gold iPhone came out and everyone concentrated uh, on it was gold? Yeah. The fact that there's going to be lavender, purple, and green. Which and that's f- that's for the 11R. That's for the 11R. Yep. Right. That will
2: get. That it will get covered up by a case. Yes.
1: Okay. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. So no one will be able to see it. Yeah. And no one will be able to see that ugly bump either because it will be inside of a case. Yeah.
2: Well, I, you know, until until it actually comes out, until we actually know what we're going to get, obviously – Um, this is all academic, but, you know, take a look at the video, read the article, the video, uh, Renee Ritchie does show, uh, articles and pictures from people who supposedly, um, know what they're talking about. And, uh, if, if you get, you know, one or two, you know, onwards up to three and four people who are starting to show the same thing, then you probably know it's true. Um, And it's hard with an operation the size that Apple has to keep all that under lock and key. But, you know, I think Apple doesn't, I don't, I think they care, but they don't care because it builds interest and gives shows like us something to talk about. Um,
1: (laughs) No, but also uh, say, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let's okay, see. Their thing that's coming up is in a couple weeks, the first week of June, when uh, the Worldwide Developers Conference comes out. You'll be interested to see if there's anything in the keynote or anything in the tech sessions that they talk about that someone can go, oh, they're talking about this topic, but it doesn't look like with any current current hardware that can be done. You know, where it's all of a yeah, sudden, that's, that's that can usually, only be done. Yeah, that that software feature, huh, they're talking about this, but looking at what their current lineup is, hmm, it looks like that may be for the new phone that's coming out.
3: Yeah, when the iOS 13 betas start rolling out, that's when um, developers find things yeah. in the code that, you know, they start leaking out, and it just, you know, enhances these rumors even further.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: cool. All right. Well, until more rumors come, we're going to close the rumor mill. And uh, let's move on to our post-pick of the week. Post-pick of the week. All right. We have completed our weekly photo challenge, which was Bloom. Is that right? Bloom? Or man two uh, weeks what's, blooming? what's what's blooming what's, around yeah you. what's blooming around you thank you golly you come up with something and you forget what it's called all right uh and we had what 130 different submissions or something close to that it was getting close to that yeah yeah Uh, a lot of people were posting flowers and it's really nice because this is the time of year that the flowers come out they look great um but we had to choose only one image and uh, uh let's see here i think uh i think i'll give matt the reins on this one and have him talk about it so matt take it away
0: All right. Yeah. Um, well, like you already said, we had, um, tons of submissions, uh, yeah, flowers and whatnot. Um, sorry, I don't, I'm scrambling to get this up in front of me here. Oh, Uh, sorry. (laughs) That's okay. Um, so yeah, after kind of looking through all the, uh, the pictures and what'd we debate for like 45 minutes about who the yeah, it was the winner close. should be. It was probably um,
2: probably thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> along with other 40. stuff.
0: <laughs> Forty, yeah, yeah. Um, we finally uh, settled on a shot from um, yeah, Cindy. Isn't it Stoffel Jones? Yes, thank you. Yep, that is it. You are right. I really like this because it's, um, it's really like a, a very minimalist uh, type of shot. Um, I have no clue what these flowers are called, which is, um, you know, if you've been listening to this show for a while, anytime we talk about plants and flowers, I generally don't know what it's called, um, but they look like they're these small, very small white flowers, and there's probably like 10 of them or so on three different um stems so there's like three individual stems each one's got like 10 of these little white flowers and um it appears maybe like it was uh it was either shot on a back background black background or possibly in portrait mode and the stage lighting effect applied to it because the uh the background is all black, so the only thing you see is just the stems and the and the flowers, and the flowers are white, so it you know really makes it pop from the background, and uh, I just super duper like that. I really love that minimalist type of stuff. It it directs all your attention to the flowers. There's no distracting leaves or other flowers in the background or anything like that. You know you're just laser focused on the the subject and i really like that the the only thing that i really wish was maybe a little different is um maybe a square crop on this to get rid of some of the dead space on on either side um and then uh greg i think you had mentioned uh possibly trying a portrait uh crop which i actually think would look really good too um and and maybe not using all three uh flowers stems at that point maybe just doing like one or two or something like that and shooting it in that portrait mode or a portrait format rather would look really cool
3: yeah yeah just take a lot more off the sides and and maybe even use all three but yeah go with a portrait orientation
0: yeah so that is
2: my pick Excellent. What are your thoughts, Dave?
1: Yeah, total agreement. It is a really stark, especially with the black background, um, just kind of pops right out at you. and Really not much more to add to it. Um, Really great photo. Yeah. And Greg?
3: Um, Yeah, I think these could be a... uh, you know, some type of bellflower. We used to have some that look somewhat similar to these in our backyard at one time, um, and they're they're not very big. I would say, um, you know, maybe an inch or so you know, across one side to the other. But uh, I really do like the way she simplified the image by giving it that black background, and it it may she may have used an app like Focus to. Um, to make the background that way as well. I'd be curious to know if it's just simply portrait mode with stage lighting, or or she used something like focus that would um, that would also give that that effect. But I love that she used three stems, you know, to um, uh, you know give it that aesthetic, that 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 uh, that nice composition. And um, uh, I, I I agree with Matt. I think if this was a square crop and um i I think that would just really set it off just to get rid of that negative space on the especially on the right hand side there's there's a lot more of it there than there is on the left so i think that would really add to it
2: yeah i agree i i like this image and uh, i do like Uh, the minimalistic look of it it's it is very uh, appealing so congratulations cindy you are post pick of the week winner if you would like to be chosen as post pick of the week you have two options one is to go on facebook and look for our weekly photo challenge Uh, the other option is to go on to instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter and uh, on the off week that we don't choose from the weekly photo challenge, we go to Instagram and choose an image from there. All right. It is time
1: to pick our new challenge. And I believe oh, before we, before oh, we move ahead. on Joe um, and just because we, since when this is made the uh, cover shot, it's actually pinned on top in the announcements. And Cindy, if you want to put in how you took the shot and what you used to edit Uh, I'd be appreciated if you could add that as a comment to the actual announcement um, where where it's talking about your photo being selected. Oh, excellent. Yeah, that'll work.
2: All right. So our new weekly photo challenge is going to be sky. And uh, that is a wide range of it could just be clouds. It could be a horizon shot. It could be a sunset, a sunrise. Um, anything, a skyline with a city, uh, escape, or maybe a mountain range, you know, so use your imagination and, uh, we'll go from there. All right. Anything else you guys wanted to add to that?
0: Nothing. If you absolutely
1: nothing. <laughs>
2: Sorry, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I
3: was just gonna say if there's anybody anyone out there that's um any good at astrophotography with their phone, we'd love to see what they're doing. That's the sky too. Mm. You know, a nighttime sky.
2: Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh let's see here. Uh I was out last week. Uh I just needed a uh, a, a break And uh, I was on. uh, We said you were on assignment. Assignment, which was my break. And, uh, (laughs) but uh, let's see here. What did I do? I'll start with myself this time. Let's see, because it probably won't be very long. But what did I do for uh, photography? I think mainly what I've uh, been doing is just. Uh, capturing my children you know we did have mother's day last week and so um, you know taking some pictures of my wife and her sister my mother-in-law and you know just trying to capture the uh, the family during uh, these special occasions so it hasn't been uh, too much in the way of photography but i have been showing people my little setup with the stylus lens in my in my case so um when i i was showing some of my images of uh the flowers that i uh took uh two Two and a half weeks ago, something like that, uh, when we were up in Chimney Rock. And, you know, and a lot of people, are, oh, wow, that's great. But they don't they don't fully understand what it took to get those images. Like, they almost take it for granted. Um, and then you show them the lens and, and everything. And then they're like, oh, wow. Oh, you can do that with your phone? And so it's a lot of fun <laughs> to be able to show them those types of things. Because at this point everybody in all of society for the most part as long as they have a screen in front of them has seen uh, who knows how many images and but they they don't they don't quite understand or fully take in the um, gravity of how to get a good image and how to make uh, how to get certain um, you know, Uh, depths of field or lighting, you know, it's just, I, and so it's fun when you can educate or, you know, just spark a little bit of an imagination with them. So that's basically what I did in the last few weeks when it came to iPhone photography. How about you, Dave?
1: Well, um, did get a chance because over the weekend we did get the uh, our puppies' haircuts, so that was <laughs> always a a fun thing. Trying to get pictures of them after they get their haircuts to get them staying still enough. Uh, thank goodness for live photos; that always yes. helps.
2: <laughs> I can rewind it and get the better shot. All right, there we go.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It, that's that's half the thing. Is like, no, look over here. No, over here. No, look over. No, 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 over, over, over. Okay, we'll we'll get a good shot in there somehow. <laughs> yeah. The other thing was, uh, and I um, at lunch I did a little quick little photo walk, um, got some good photos, good nice macro photos with the camera plus two, and um, instead of bombing everyone with multiple photos, use the um, the clips app to make a little um, slideshow, a musical slideshow, uh, to show that off, and use the Spectre app to get a nice uh, moving water picture. And that that is just, it's amazing how well that works for handheld, for shots that are handheld. Yeah. Uh, The other thing that's semi-photography related, uh, just because it's using the sensors, the camera, if you will, um, is the new Statue of Liberty app that has augmented reality built in. Oh. And it's pretty neat. It is a free app. Um, Don't know if it's worldwide or U.S. only. Um, But you can actually put a scale model of the Statue of Liberty in basically wherever you can find a flat, a large large enough, well-lit enough flat area. Uh, And just kind of walk around the statue and... Walk basically walk up to it to look at details, walk around it, just like you have if you would have a 10 foot model in your house or wherever you want to place it at and just look at it that way. Um, and they have also another one where it's um, a model of the foot of the statue that you can place and then it will put it up at actual size. So you can say, okay, this is – because it's hard to get a you know a scale of detail. Say, okay, well, here's my living room. I know how big that chair is, and there's a giant foot right next to it.
2: Wow, this thing's half a gig uh, in size.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of details. There's um, cutaway parts where you can have an x-ray view and actually walk up to it look like you're out, like you're inside just move the camera around and get a look for you know all the scaffolding all the structures it has a um a timeline feature so you can see well this is what it looked like when it was first installed in 1886 it and you can see green. the, the <laughs> yeah the, the, well you can see the copper color the whole thing being just that copper color before it got the patina And there's a timeline, okay, well, here's 1901, here's 1915, and you can see the patining happen to the color and the different color that the statue would have gone through. And just, like I said, you're walking around, so you look up with the camera, and it shows sky, and you look down, and there's your floor. (laughs) They don't have an easy way to take a photo, but if you do a screenshot, you're basically can take a photo of the statue with whatever you're wherever you happen to be in it uh, around to get a kind of a decent look shot. So and this is something Tim Cook kind of mentioned also. So the fact that he's been big on augmented reality for the last couple of years, they're pushing this app now. Worldwide developers conferences in a couple of weeks. I can't believe that's all coincidence. Hmm. It is a really neat app though. And it, it's, if you want how something can be education, interesting and using the hardware, not just, Oh, here's a flat web page, but here's something you're actually walking around and looking at and, it, it you you can actually I've had people say hey come over here and take a look at this and you're like wow that is really you know it, it really grabs you and I can see like I said this is something where Apple is going to use the camera not just to take photos but to add on to it so just kind of something neat that I don't want to say I discovered but I heard people talk about and tried it out this week
2: that's cool. Yeah, uh, I'm playing with it right now. Do we have to be, like, a decent when we do this? Are they spying on us?
1: Well, it's from the government, so of course they're always spying on us.
2: <laughs> That's crazy. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, I'll
2: put a link in the show notes, uh, but it, it, it downloaded, and now uh, I, I was playing with the... Um, the the si- the actual size of what the the foot looks like compared mm, to okay. my floor that's <laughs> awesome well cool uh greg how are you doing
3: i'm doing all right uh, i haven't done a whole lot over the course of the week with photography but i did go out today we we went for a drive to uh, a local beach that's on the lake here on shoreline it's actually a very large beach there's about seven miles of um of a beach along this thing but it's the the water level of the lake is kind of high right now so the actual beach area is is very small i've never seen the water this high before and um it was it was pretty interesting to see now of course there's hardly anyone out there because it's before the long weekend this is um victoria day weekend is coming up this weekend for us it's always a week ahead of uh of memorial day for you guys in the states and mm-hmm. um so I expect it'll be quite busy out there this weekend. Uh, it usually is, unless the weather is really, really bad. But, um, you know, we're finally getting a little warmer weather. But, I mean, it's 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 not near as warm as it has been in the past at this time of year. But anyway, we stopped at a couple of different spots along the, uh, like, there's a road that goes right along the beach. And then there's these dunes and whatnot, and then on the other side of the dunes, that's where the, the beach is with the water. So I took a few photos of the, uh, you know, around the dunes and whatnot. And the, you know, the grasses that flow in the wind, a lot of it is still laying down from all the snow and ice that we had out there over the winter. So it it's, it's not really great looking just yet, but I thought I'll, I'll snap a few photos of it. And I'm slowly working on getting those up on Instagram and, uh, um yeah other than that oh well i guess i was t- talking a little bit with the guys from Shuttercase, and they've um they've revamped the lens mount portion of their case and because if you if you recall a few months ago i was talking about when i first got my Shuttercase, when you put the lens on it wants to like lean in towards the center of the um like between the two lenses oh, so the yeah. lens actually sat crooked so, um, you know, I wrote a blog post about it. I, I did a review for the case, and I did mention that in the review. And so they've got the, the, um, the, the mount area of that part reinforced, and they're, they're working on getting some in stock, and they're going to send them out. Oh. So um, they're going to send me one, and I'm going to pay for it. I, I don't want them to give me one just to, to give it a good review. I want to buy it so that I own it and that I can be honest with it, but I'm pretty confident that it's going to do the trick. Uh, They sent me um, some private messages through Twitter showing me what they've done to reinforce it, and it looks like it might just work. So I've got real high hopes for it, and um, I did use the shutter case, you know, recently, and, uh, you know, it was nice to be able to have that little extra battery power on hand without you know carrying a, a brick around, I call it a right. brick. I have a, a battery pack that you know kind of heavy, but it's nice to have that that little battery pack right on the case and uh, you know, just plug it into the phone and away I go again. And uh, but uh, no, other than that, um, just enjoying a new home pod. We I, I bought my wife a home pod um, from me and the dogs for Mother's Day, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those things sound amazing really oh this thing is just unreal um and, and you know it, it has all the series stuff in it because we were sitting there watching tv and and um of course the toronto raptors are uh going to play the milwaukee bucks In the and, finals? Is that that's is it the milwaukee and anyway they're, they're moving on in the, in the nba playoffs yeah and um so I asked Siri on the home pod, I said, What's the score of the Raptors game? And it said, Oh, you know, 96 to 90 with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like it was pretty, pretty um, up to date and descriptive in what it told me. So I thought that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah. That so, is, yeah. yeah. Just,
3: just enjoying that a bit.
2: It's cool as long as you want uh, the government to spy on you. Yeah. not.
3: <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. I mean, that's why. I got the home pod and not all the other ones because it just sits there and it doesn't do a dang thing until you say those magic words. Hey Siri. Yeah. And then it will wake up and then listen for the command before it actually does anything else. Yeah. That's, that's what I like about it. Um, you know, I, I will not have, you know, the Google home or the Alexa or any of those things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Amazon fire stick that we had, you know, if we weren't using it, it was put away, you know, no mm-hmm. power going to it. Not that I'm like conspiracy theorist, but it was, we only used it when uh, we'd hook it up to our projector and uh, watch, do it, use it for a movie night. So it was usually put away. Oh yeah. Matt, how are you yeah, doing? Yeah. So that, oh, that's all
3: I've been doing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Matt, how are you doing?
0: I am, uh, I am good. I am tired. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I haven't really done a whole lot in, in the last week photography wise. Um, I guess one, one thing I did that was slightly different than usual was I, I took my, phone with me on a trail run that i did uh, last weekend and uh, we started out like pretty early in the morning so i was able to get some sunrise pictures um that i still have to get around to posting uh, a couple of them well actually i might have posted them but i want to post a couple of them separately mm. but um so you could see the full picture because uh I still don't like the way when you post multiple photos at once on Instagram, they they're all square.
2: Yeah, that's. They should be either uh, uh, horizontal or vertical, not just chopped into squares. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: Well, you should be able, Matt. You should be able to before you when you select the first photo, you should be able to select it to that it could go full horizontal or full vertical. Now the problem is the remaining photos are like if you do full horizontal. You're right. Every you can do multiple photos which are also horizontal, they're not cropped square. The problem is if let's say you have three horizontal one vertical. Yep. That vertical one gets chopped but you should if you do uh, if you if you pick like oh I'm going to pick all the horizontal ones and do them in one post, you should be able to get wide without those being cropped at least.
0: Ah. Uh. Well, I guess I messed up then.
2: Well, even still, they I think they should do a better job of uh, oh, yeah. recognizing the images for what they are and uh, you know posting them accordingly. But yeah, you know, that's my opinion.
0: Right on. Um, yeah, other than that, not a whole lot. I, I thought I was gonna do some uh, like city skyline type stuff yesterday. Um, I had to be down near Cincinnati for something and, um, I don't know. I just, when I really was thinking about it, it was like kind of like rush hour time. And I still had like, I I was still 30 miles from the spot that I had decided that I wanted to photograph Cincinnati from, and it just didn't seem appealing to me to, uh, add like another 60 miles. Oh gosh. To my, uh, to my drive. And I was already three and a half hours from home. Yeah. Um, and you know, dealing with like rush hour traffic in a major city like that. So I thought, well, I'm going to be driving through Columbus on my way home. Um, so maybe I'll just go do a city skyline shot there. So I had like a spot in mind um, where there's uh, there's a a river that flows kind of through downtown Columbus and um, from certain spots on it. You could get like a really nice skyline picture with the city like reflected in the river and everything. So I got there and it was probably like, I don't know, 630, almost seven o'clock or something like that. So it wasn't like early but it wasn't sunset yet by any stretch and um you know I, I took a few pictures and i only took them with my iphone even though i had brought my sony camera with me because um, it overall the scene just i don't know it didn't really speak to me i guess it probably would have looked better at sunset but i was <laughs> i was hungry and i kind of wanted to go home and and really didn't feel like hanging out for it so um, did you go through yeah, i don't know
2: did you did you drive we're- through Dayton to get to Cincinnati no uh uh-uh. oh okay i was going to say if um if that was uh if you were able to do that uh the air force museum is free and uh there's a lot of things to see if you ever were in Dayton so
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have had time to do that anyway. So, right. um, but yeah. So I don't know. Not a lot to show for this week. My my week was pretty much just consumed with uh, uh, work stuff, preparing for what I was doing in Cincinnati yesterday or near Cincinnati, wherever I was. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, hopefully going forward here there will be. I don't know if there's opportunities for good pictures on the horizon here. So hopefully soon. Cool. I'll get back into the swing of things here.
2: Yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, I'm glad I was was able to be back this week. I know that uh, uh, sometimes we have our off weeks every once in a while. But uh, with the crew that we have, we're able to pick up the slack and when I mean that, I mean my Slack. So I uh, appreciate you guys doing that last week and uh, allowing me to have a day off. So, all right. Anything else that you guys want to bring up? Because I think we have ourselves a show. Mm-hmm.
3: Just a quick update uh, about the uh, podcast with Jack and company. Um, it, it, it's it's It should have been out by now, but it's, um, it's still a work in progress. The hardest thing is getting Schedules. everybody together. Of course, <laughs> we have, we have um, Kate Haley in Seattle, Washington, and Joanne Carter in London, England. So the eight-hour time difference between those two is so difficult. But we did do a recording test the other day, and it went very well. Nice. Uh, but Jack's going to be away for pretty much most of the month of June. Uh, he'll be over in Europe, so... We're going to wait till he gets back, and then I think we're going to actually record uh, episode one.
2: Awesome. I'm excited. I can't wait to hear it.
3: Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun fun project.
2: Good. All right. Well, let me go ahead and play this. We came. We saw. We kicked its ass. Barely. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Matt, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you?
0: All right. You can check me out on Instagram, Twitter, Flickr, and the Artful iPhonography community at M. Hoffman Photo.
1: Excellent. Uh, Dave. Yep. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Profpod. All right. And Greg.
3: You can find me on Instagram at Mc- Macmillan Photo, Twitter, Macmillan underscore photo, and on the Artful Eye, Photogra- Eye Photography community, community just as my name, Greg McMillan, if I could ever get it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes to our Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and Patreon and everything like that by going to tinyshutter.com. All right, gentlemen, say good night to everybody.
1: Good night, everybody. Have a great one.
2: Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive flaming <laughs> disaster. And the other 5% irrelevant, sir. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained?
1: Barely.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Those two are so good together. <laughs>
0: That was too
2: bad. That's
3: literally the best
2: thing you've ever done on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it took me 299 tries. No,
0: it was less than that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because it was about 46 that I came in. Something like that.